Hey, you're about to hear an interview with my friend Timka in Ukraine, in Rocky, Ukraine. We did this interview a few months ago back in the fall. Hope you enjoy. We can't sugarcoat it, and we won't dumb it down. We are born sinners, but God's grace abounds. Through the cross of Christ, the lost can be found. And in his holy blood, past life can be drowned. That's our hope, so we boasting in his holy cross. In him we find life if our old life is holy lost. Hey, back with Sports and Jesus on the Jesus portion of this episode. I'm actually here in... Rakhiv, Ukraine, in western Ukraine, the Carpathian Mountains, and we're here on a on a mission trip. Been helping with some some good friends and a church plant and a kids camp this week, and um, I've got my good friend Timka here, who is the worship leader here at Church House of Prayer for All Nations. Is how it translates into English. Um, what is it in, in Ukrainian? Um, yeah, that's what I that's what I meant. Um, that's <laughs> so, um, going to just ask uh, Tim a few questions. Tim, actually, his his dad Vadim is the pastor here at the church in Rakiv and planted the church. And so, so Tim's been a part of the church. Was raised in this church. Been a part of it for most of his life now, and has been the the worship leader the last few years, and is just. I just really have grown close to Tim um, over the last year or two and really like his heart for worship and for serving this church. And um, it's just it's really awesome to see some of the things they do. So, um, so Tim, would you like to just kind of share a little bit more, just kind of this, the story of the church in a few minutes, just kind of how the church started, what, what God's has done recently in the church because he's been doing some awesome things I know in the last few years. Would you like to share some of that? Uh, yeah, the first uh, the first of all uh, 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 the church started like 10 or 15 years ago. Um, my father, he was a missionary in one uh, South African organization and uh, uh, this missionary organization, they uh, they were uh, seeking for the place where to start an, uh, a new church. And my father uh, once came here in Rahu because we lived in Kiev. And my father just uh, had a trip to Rahu. And he fell in love with this town. And uh, it seemed to him that this is a good place to start a new church. Um, uh, so the problem of planting a new church was uh, that the organization he worked was too religious and they um, focused more on the dogmas and theology than on a, on on a God, you know, on relationships with God. And, uh, so few years uh, uh, there was no results, no people in the church, you know, and uh, two years ago uh the church uh consisted f- uh, of like 30 members and but then we started to focus more on uh, relationships with god and to focus more on sharing the gospel and after that the church started to grow and now the church is almost 100 members and
Wow, that's that's pretty crazy. Yeah, I'm so I I first came here and 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 met Tim and met the guys of this church and the guys in this room right now um, last last summer. And but my my father, who's a, a pastor, a, a local pastor, has been coming here for four or five years maybe, and um, so. You got to kind of understand one thing about Rakiv. There are a few different cultures and and races and groups of people in in Rakiv. Is mostly uh, native Ukrainian um, or white people. And then when you first come into town, you've got a part of town where the the Roma live, the, the Roma people who originally um their ancestors come from India and um they they live when you first come into town and one cool thing about this church is they're probably one of the few churches in this part of Ukraine that is very diverse racially and God has just really blessed them in that way I know that's that's one thing Tim that your dad has said one reason he started this church was so that they or one shift in focus from this church was being able to minister to the Roma, and that's been where this church has seen a lot of growth recently. Has been has been with with the Roma, and there, I mean, it's just it's amazing what what God's doing there. Just some of the young men that God's raising up there, um, pastors and potential pastors and leaders and guys that are on Tim's worship team and it's just it's amazing and it's it's really cool to see just a group of people that genuinely love Jesus which is this whole church but um I know a lot of people here have a background in Russian Orthodox and that's what God is is saving them from and it's just it's a cool story I mean you, you come here and they pack on a Sunday morning they pack 120 130 people in a really small room and it's really hot and people are just I mean on their knees praying out to God and they'll sing song I mean it's just like so probably many of you that are listening to this like you've you've never seen anything like this it is people that are passionate about God and not only that people it is a praying people a praying church and God has been faithful to them and faithful to that. I mean, just just for example, this week at our kids' camp, we we come in, um, we come in Sunday night, and we look at the weather, and there is rain on the forecast for Monday, the first day of kids' camp. And Tim's dad says, oh, "We'll just pray about it," and we kind of think that's a joke or whatever and they prayed about it and it hasn't rained a drop since then and that's just just an example of how i mean these these people really believe if they pray god will answer and god has answered prayers and and it's just cool to see that so um so that's kind of just the the his kind of the background of this this growing thriving healthy church here in the mountains of ukraine um, they are very theologically very strong and robust, and I mean they're gospel-centered 
to the T. And gospel-centered, prayer-believing, the Holy Spirit continues to work. I mean, it's it really, to me, and, and I got the opportunity to share this with the church this past Sunday, but it, it looks like Acts chapter 2 here, to where that God is just saving people, and they just have all things in common, and they eat together, and they hang out together, and they love one another, and God is adding to their number um, those that he is saving. So, so um, we'll kind of that's that's kind of the background of the church here, and we'll kind of shift from there to kind of Tim's wheelhouse, which is which is music and and worship music, and um, a little bit more background. I, I need to let Tim talk soon, but uh, just some more background there. Their worship music here is is awesome. Um, they do. They have. A very gifted congregation. They have a very gifted worship team. They they typically do. Um, they have a, a full band. They've got multiple drum drummers that they rotate, and they've got guitar players, and they've got keyboard players, and they've got singers, and they've got. I mean, it's just God has really blessed them with talent. They they write some of their own music. It's um, which we'll let Tim talk about that in a little bit. But it's just. It's really cool. Like they are, they have a really good worship team here that takes worship seriously. And um, so, Tim, as as you're one of the ones that that typically helps kind of decide the direction of the worship team and the music that you play, and um, what what do y'all typically look for? Like if you're listening to a new worship song okay first of all before we start that what languages do y'all sing in here uh first of all we sing on russian language uh also we sing on ukrainian and roma language okay yeah you heard that right they sing they, they worship in three different languages sometimes in the same service and um so, the, so that's that's really cool i mean you talk about diversity there um when you hear like a, a new worship song in Russian or in like what what are things that you look for when you think through hey this is a song that I think our congregation might enjoy and might sing um what are things in the lyrics what are things in the way it sounds um just like things like that like when you cuz I I know I know a lot of worship leaders I know there's probably been times where you hear something and you're like Hey, our people would love that. Like, I'm gonna go tell my worship team we're gonna learn that. What are some of those things that just grab your ear in that way? Uh, it seems to me, you know, the li- uh, first of all, the lyrics. Because uh, when you listen to lyrics, uh, first of all, I'd like to hear uh, lyrics about relationships with God, uh, about love, uh, about uh, peace, and. First of all, it's relationships with God. You know, uh, your emotions, your um, feelings. What do you feel according to God? And and then uh, uh, is music. You know, uh, and melody. How it sounds. If the people uh, uh, will like to to listen to it and to sing. You know, it it need to be easy, but also really powerful yeah that's good that's, that's one thing probably when you've got such a diverse um a diverse congregation is th- 
things that are powerful and easy is is that that's big which i mean that that could apply to any congregation is that's that's really i think that's really profound like finding something that is lyrically powerful but the the melody and the way the song musically is easy for the congregation to learn and to sing and and one cool thing that i've noticed is they they and it's not because they don't know a bunch of songs but they sing a lot of the songs over and over and over and over which allows for the congregation that they can because they they do have a service on sunday mornings where they've got a projector and they've got the words up there but they do a lot throughout the week in at homes and at they've got a building at the in um the roma part of town where they do some worship services too and they can't carry projectors there so by doing songs the a lot a lot songs a lot of times the people learn them and they memorize them and you go to the Ro- to the roma camp or to the the roma village and there are there will be like last night we were there and there's 60 something people in a house and every one of them knew the lyrics of the songs we were singing. I didn't know the lyrics. It was a different language and I didn't, <laughs> I didn't know, but I was the only one not, not singing. And it, it's, that's just really, it's really cool how like a lot of these things, they've thought a lot of this out. Um, Tim is a very gifted songwriter and they've got some other good songwriters on, on their worship team. And, and guys, I'm, I'm telling y'all, like just mark this down right remember Timka's name because I think like the future of sound worship music in Russian and Ukrainian language is gonna come from this part of Ukraine. It's just really cool what they're doing and um but in in songwriting and and writing specifically worship songs as you're you're thinking through like I wanna write something like you said, that the the words are profound and powerful but it's easy for people to learn and to sing. Um, where do you typically get inspiration for for your songs? Um, where do the ideas come from? Um, it seems to me there, there's a, a few different situations, but it seems to me it's just simple life, simple simple people's life, simple human life. Uh, you know, people have a lot of problems sometimes. Uh, 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 sometimes people people are in depression, and that kind of uh, different situations, and uh, and you just uh, write write the lyrics about your life, you know, but also about relationships with God, and uh, with uh, with with lyrics you try to connect your life with with God. So it's it's hard to explain for me but um first of all the um first of all the inspirations comes out from uh from a life, you know, from different uh situations. And in lyrics you just try trying to explain your feelings, what do you feel according to God? And sometimes uh, we even don't uh, look into the Bible, 
You know, we're just trying to explain our emotions, what do we feel according to God. And we're trying to explain the love of God to people and our love to God. That's awesome. Yeah, that's a uh, – and see, this is this is all coming from a guy who's and, – and a church that's really like they've made – it's important to them to know the people that they're trying to reach and the people in the congregation and – they write songs with that in mind, like what can what will speak to these these people. Um, shifting gears a little bit, I know, which I, I didn't, I don't guess I. We talked about this in the pregame show, but I'm sure you can answer these questions pretty easily. Uh, it's cool you you've got in this church, you've got a really strong group of young people from about, I mean, from kind of college aged <laughs> that's our uh, our live audience here um from our college age like college age ish people to mid to late 20s like there's a really strong group of guys of that are growing and have a lot of giftings and and Tim is kind of one of the the leaders of of that group and they're they're doing some really cool things to try to grow that group not just through a discipleship standpoint but grow it numerically too I'm trying to reach out to other people that are that age in Rakiv in um and and they've come up with some really cool ideas for how to do that, and have seen some fruit. And uh, one of the cool things they've done is a thing called uh, 6 p.m. that that Tim kind of helped plan and organize that. And um, I, and Tim, along with our our good friend Arthur, and um, they they've really put a lot of work into that. And and it's kind of like a well, I'll let Tim kind of explain what it is and what the thought behind that is and how they're using that to try to reach young people in the city. So the 6 p.m., it's it's really simple project. Uh, first of all, it's a Bible study project for youth, but uh, we try to make it more neutral, uh, to make it more non-religious. Uh, so the youth... Uh, non-believer youth can can be can feel themselves uh, comfortable with with church with uh, Christian uh, guys and so at 6 p.m. Uh, we gather together uh, to drink coffee uh, discuss uh, hang out to play games and uh, just to meet non-believer youth and after that uh, when uh, non-believer youth can get comfortable with us. We can talk about Jesus and uh, read Bible with them. That's awesome. That's a really cool idea. Um, something I've been really impressed with. I mean, these guys. I'm telling you, like you're, they are creative. They're not not just very gifted musically, very creative. Else, other places. I don't know what words I was trying to say there. Tim's probably better English than I am. Um, <laughs> they're they're very creative, very gifted, very but they they take it seriously. They six p.m. wasn't just something they came up with, so they threw it together. I mean, they spent time praying about it. I mean, 
probably days praying at 4, 6 p.m. for the people that would come. And just like everything else here, God has blessed that and blessed um, the prayers of his people. Um, is there anything else you'd like to add to any of that, Tim? Or, or are you, you good? I think uh, you said it all. Excuse me, I'm good. Okay. Yes. Uh, okay. Well, um, is there anything else specifically that you'd like to talk about while we're recording? Anything that I forgot or? I don't know. Okay. Okay. Well, um, see. So, like I said, I mean, it's like you, if you get a chance to come here, you should come here. Um, it's awesome. And, um, so what, what are some in, in this area with, not just being racially diverse, but just being in an area where, I mean, they are the, this church is the only evangelical gospel presence in this city. Um, the rest is very religious, legalistic. Um, that's that's what everything else is here. And um, so what are some... Just in, in that context and in the city, what, what are some difficulties that you find trying to, um, like I know it can be frustrating that, you know, you, you've got a very gifted band and a very gifted worship music, but just where you're at, it's hard to get your content out to other people. What what are some, like that, like what are some, some difficulties that you find even in just leading worship on a Sunday, some things that are very hard that might be, more specific to this place that other people in America or other places like Japan, shout out to our Japanese listeners, all eight of you, um, <laughs> might not find as difficult. Um, I'll filibuster while you, you think of some, some of those things, but, um, yeah, cause I just kind of threw that question out and didn't really pre- prepare him for it. Um, but, but I know it's just, while Tim's thinking about that, like it's it's really cool how well they do the racially diverse thing here. Um, how they're able to do, I mean, like we talked about in the service, they're singing in three different languages. Like that's amazing, and they do it well and seamlessly. And it might seem less seamlessly to somebody that doesn't know any of the three languages that they sing in. But to me, it's like. I would have never guessed you're singing in three different languages. It just sounds all awesome and the same, and people are all worshiping for every one of those songs. But um, so yeah. So what what are some some difficulties here? Um, f- first of all, it seems to me that the biggest uh, difficulty is traditions, because uh, our people they are really religious, and uh, we are playing. Uh, little bit different kind of music that they are uh, used to and when you lead worship uh, sometimes people ask why do you play so loud why do you use drums or why do you use electric guitars or why do you use overdrive pedals or, or something like that you know uh, uh, our people they they like really quiet uh, music they li- like uh, to be uh, very legalistic and so sometimes it's really hard to lead worship when 
and there are uh, so many different thoughts you know but um uh you know people they don't uh, got used to this kind of worship uh, so the biggest uh, difficulty is traditions mm. yeah. yeah that yeah it's like you have like just to add to that like a lot of the other um the other even churches like other baptist churches in this area a lot of them have it in their their laws and their rules that you can only play a piano like i mean that's how that's how like really staunch people are about their worship music and then here's tim and his worship band with their guitars and (laughs) and drums and i mean it's just but it's hey i mean this is the people that god sent us like we're not gonna we've got a gifted drummer and we're not gonna not use them like just because like that doesn't make any sense like this guy god has gifted him with the ability to play drums and so we're gonna let him play drums and worship god in that way but i could say more that there's a churches that uh um uh like baptist churches that allow to play acoustic guitar but only finger style (laughs) (laughs) wow wow so um so be praying for uh the church here in rocky be praying for tim be praying for his his family his dad vadim be praying for uh our, our brother joseph and his family who also helped lead the church um, be, just be praying for this church, and um, if you want to keep up with what's going on here, you can look on Instagram, follow Prevail Missions on Instagram. Um, we've also got a website, and we work directly with Tim and his family in this church. So um, I want to real quick, before we before we finish this, introduce our, our other guys here in the room. We've got um, our brother Yura over here who uh, sings in Tim's worship band some, does some singing, real servant heart. Um, he's everywhere, always serving. Um, he doesn't speak a lot of English. Let's see if I can get him to say hello to y'all. Hey, Yura, say hello. Hello. <laughs> That's Yura. We've got um, our brother Slavic over here who runs zip lines um and his father is also a pastor is that in that right He's yeah a of, a of a baptist church yeah he him and tim are good friends he helps us out with um helping us out with the camp tomorrow we're going to send a bunch of kids down a zip line and they're going to scream and they're going to tell all their friends about it and their friends are going to come to know jesus so slavic you don't say hello 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 <laughs> and then we've got our other brother here, Nazar, who is actually one of those drummers we were just talking about. He drums for um, Tim and the worship band some, and yeah, and the the Roma worship band. He he sings, he drums, he beatboxes, he uh, carries people's guitars around for them. He does. Yeah, he makes coffee at 6 p.m. He does a little bit of everything. Nazar, you want to say hello? Hello. Uh, that's, our, that's our audience here. Um, so you'll probably be hearing some more from them in the future and on future trips. And um, so this is, again, Sports and Jesus. We are sponsored by... 
Who are we sponsored by? Audible, audibletrial.com slash sports and Jesus. Also, Red Leather Clothing, Red Leather Clo, C-L-O dot com. Go check out. They've got some new merchandise out. Go buy you a t-shirt, buy you a hat. They're, um, the owner there is an awesome guy. Also enjoys ministry, also really ministry focused and mission focused. Um, he's a great guy. Hopefully we'll be interviewing him at some point too, but, um, we're out. See y'all till next time. Death is the exit to leave here and we all go through it You think I'm ready, you got that right, I look forward to it You say I'm crazy for Jesus, that boy's done went insane But I wrote with Paul to live as Christ and to die as gain The man, the woman, who will set their one goal to commune with God and to be with Him Everything else will fall in place, absolutely everything else will fall in place